what's up, everything? The Blues are busy preparing for the Seattle expansion draft, and so is every other NHL team. There's so much news, there's not time to do an intro. So let's get started. got breaking news to start the podcast. Ian has found out that Almond Joy is trending. Ian, tell us why. Is this one of those things where people don't like it, so now it's rebounded into everyone does like it? Oh, you know, or they come, they're like, come at me. I love Almond Joy. Yeah, probably. Which, it's fine. Is that it's what fine. it is? Yeah, it is that. Oh, great. Yeah. You're wrong. <laughs> if you like it, you're wrong. I mean, they're fine. They're completely non-offensive, but don't give them to children. Oh, I know. That's not a child's uh, mm-hmm. child snack. No, speaking of things you shouldn't give to children, Ian and I are both enjoying a yingling imported by me from Nashville. I suppose these are technically bootlegged if you want to really you want to really it's get produced in Pottsville, Pennsylvania. That's right. The America's oldest brewery. Ian, I went to Nashville last um week last weekend and i have not been there i've been through there but i don't think i've ever spent much time there yeah cool city like cool city we did nerdy stuff not cool like party people stuff broadway is insane and i was like oh so this is what a city is like huh and not even like a big city i mean granted that's a big party district and there are a lot of people coming there from all around but like it's not New York. It's not, you know, L.A. The closest thing St. Louis has to Broadway is maybe, like, Wash Ave. Yeah. And that's, like, 120th. Pathetic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what Broadway uh, is. On a really good night, the Del Mar Loop is, like, a 50th. Yeah. Broadway. Uh, and I also, first of all, Bridgestone Arena is, like, right there. I never, I mean, I uh-huh. guess I know, but all our arenas aren't close to anything useful, so, like... I just assumed that they're all kind of not in the middle of things, but in Nashville it is. Uh, So that'd be an awesome place to see a game. And the last thing I thought is nobody's ever told me that the word demon is on the street that is in the street that the Bridgestone Arena is on. Demon Broin or whatever. Oh, really? So, you know. That's why they're never going to win a cup. That's right. They're worshiping Satan. Exactly. So, you know, I guess I should say welcome back, everyone. (laughs) Welcome (laughs) to the Two Guys, One Cup podcast. We should be like... uh, 31 thoughts where they just do the intro like 40 yeah. minutes yeah. Into the plug podcast. the intro like right before the outro yeah eight, eight minutes before jeff merrick says and sending us off this week i hate it a band from the uh inuit islands of i don't know i don't know where the inuit islands are i was trying to think of a random canada city and i failed moose jaw a band that's Touring Manitoba right now. They're expected at the Dive Bar Inn on June 13th. (laughs) This is Tire Tracks with their latest smash hit, Don't Go Calling Me Shirley. (laughs) This reminds me, when I was visiting uh, a soon-to-be family um, in Rolla, Mm -hmm. I was listening to the radio, and it was 4th of July, and they listed all the live music they are going to have in and around Rolla. It must be the greater Rolla area. They listed 
I want to say close to 50 bands. <laughs> they were like, we'll play at this bar, and they'll play at this bar, and this will be at this outdoor arena, and this will be at this family arena. And I was like, oh my god. They're all like probably hastily thrown together, like uh, UMT, what is it now? U- UMS&T? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're at a dormitory. Bands. <laughs> at Hayes Dormitory in Rolla. But they had some good names like Liquid Fire. Oh, nice. Like, Ooh, like. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's <laughs> Thursday, July 15th. You're listening <laughs> to the Two Guys One Cup podcast. There's so much to cover. We are here in our burlap encased studios in the middle of an Ice Road Truckers episode speeding down the northern Alaska highway between gas stations. They're too far apart, and we're not going to make it. Have you watched that show? I have not. Bust- I, I chose to live it instead. The sound <laughs> quality in this truck is surprisingly good. But the ice is cracking. <laughs> That's every episode. The I, ice is cracking. I like... <laughs> It's like, yeah, man, we're on an ice road. I like how the uh, na- the location of the studio was like a constant meme in every episode of like the first probably 80, 120, and now I just, we just do it like every seven or eight episodes. <laughs> if just, you think about just it. Just to remind you that we really are getting better. <laughs> it used to be that we didn't ever plan those Every episode, but now we don't ever plan them every few months. So. We don't want you guys getting tired of the same. Content, That's right. We're not know? a we're not a shtick podcast. That's why we don't stick to our uh, stick to our different segments either. <laughs> exactly. Our nope. long running segments. Every one of our long running running segments is one and done. And speaking of which, let's go to our long running segment, the biggest buyout in history this week, sponsored by Zach Parisi's chewing gum. <laughs> I don't know. This was crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, this hit me like a ton of bricks. Not because I care, not like emotionally, but just like, what? I think it hit Ryan Suter like a ton of bricks. Apparently. Uh, so as everybody I'm sure knows, Minnesota bought both players out on the same day. A mirror image of when they signed both players to 13-year contracts in 2012, immediately before claiming that the NHL owners had no money and needed to lock out the uh, 2012-2013 season. So, go you guys. Great work. Um, they had four more years apiece on their contracts. The Wild will be charged with uh, $2.371 million, $6.371 million, $7.371 million, and $7.371 million cap hits in the next four years, respectively, for each, and then $833,333 cap hits the four years after that for each. So at the height of this thing, we're talking about $14 million. Yeah. The same as if they had been playing there. Yeah. Pretty much the exact Almost same. Almost the same, yeah. I think it's like a $2 million savings, maybe, or mm. something. But yeah, that is... Wow, that is yikes. Over the course of the entire like rest of the like the rest of the money they owed them, right? Uh-huh. They saved like $6 million total. Yeah. Which yeah. is like I get the whole I get the whole point was to get them off the team this year for a couple of reasons, right? One sounded like Garen Mo- just most of the reason is Jakaikel. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was like Garen wanted to clean house and have like a fresh start. Like it sounded like Koivu was at odds with Prezan Suter. Koivu's gone now, and I think Garen not being the GM that signed these contracts initially was like, well, I can get rid of these guys now too because I don't need them around. Mm-hmm. I just wants to go for a younger team. 
but also this allowed them to then uh, protect two more forwards from Seattle, right? Or yeah. a forward and a forward and defense. Allowed them to protect Matt Dumba. Yeah, Matt probably. Dumba pretty much. And then I think it was like, uh, I can't remember what the other forward was. Matt Zuccarello has a no movement clause. He sure does. Woof. <laughs> now, if you remember, that the was... Lizard uh, King Matt Zuccarello. Who was that? Paul Fenton? Is that his yes. name? Oof. Oh, boy. Gotta go down as one of the worst GMs in NHL history. <laughs> For like history. a year? Was yeah. he there for a year? Yeah. I think that was it. Alexa, who's the worst general manager in NHL history? This might answer your question. Here's what I found on Wikipedia. It's gotta be Bill Murray. Ah. Alright, that's enough, Alexa. Alexa, stop. She tried. <laughs> She tried so. She pulled a real Pierre. You had a, yeah. Oh, speaking well, of Pierre, we'll, we'll get to him that. in a moment. Uh, this is a move. This is a move. Yeah. Whatever Bill Guerin thinks is his big move this summer, and all the fingers are pointing to trading for Jack Eichel, he better damn well hit. Yeah. Because if he pulled this and then doesn't massively make this team a competitor in the next two years. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, by virtue of how much dead cap space is coming their way, they have to compete this year for the Cup, and they have to compete next year because they can't compete in year three and four. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's interesting. It makes it interesting for that team, and I give credit to Garen for sticking to his guns and just being like, fuck it, I'm molding this team the way I want it. Get these dudes out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, the Parise buyout made plenty of sense because he's busted, he's 36. He was playing fourth-line minutes. He can barely play a full season anymore. That made sense. Suter was a little more confusing just because Suter uh, was still a top-four defenseman for them. He's probably going to get signed by a competitive team this year and play top-four minutes for them as well. Uh, I think it really comes down to the fact that it was just like trying to get as much money off the books as possible and obviously trying to protect Matt Dumba as well. It's interesting... How much they've talked about like personality coming into this. How much mm-hmm. Suter and these guys um, were really tight with the owner. I think this was talked about a number of times while they've been there. They were really tight with Craig Leopold, the owner of the uh, Minnesota Wild, who used to own the Nashville Predators, I believe, which is why Suter's tight with them. Oh, um, yeah. But I mean, Garen had to talk to Suter about this, right? And, or Garen had to talk to Leopold about this anyways to mm-hmm. get the okay. So like... I'm sure this is what pissed Suter off a little bit. It's like, hey, this GM went and talked to your friend owner, and the, your friend owner was like, yeah, that's fine. You can buy him out. Uh, because apparently when Garen called Suter to talk about this, Suter hung up on him when he said, hey, we're going to buy you out. He just straight up hung up on him. Um, so Suter hung yeah. up on Garen? Yeah. So the, <laughs> I the, hadn't heard that. The heard story that. was, yeah, he called, Garen called Suter first. Mm-hmm. And it went to voicemail. Then Garen called Parise. And Parise picked up and Garen told him he's been bought out. And Parise was like, oh, you know, it's unfortunate. But he understood. He, like, mm-hmm. got it. The writing was on the wall. And then Parise called Suter because he was like, hey, this is my best buddy. We signed here together. I'm going to talk to him about it. And Suter was, like, trying to console him. He's like, hey, it's no big deal. Hey, I even have a missed call. For... He even said, I have a missed call from Garen. I'll, you know, I'll call him back, just, you know, see what's up or whatever. And then Garen immediately called Suter again, I guess, while. Suter's on the phone with Parise. Oh, and then is Suter, this all Russo's report? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. And then Suter picked up, and Garen more or less. They said it was really short. It was like, hey, I just want to call you, let you know we bought Parise out. We're gonna buy you out as well. And then Suter just hung up. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I get it. You're a little pissed, but like, I think Steve Dangle put it really 
well in their latest podcast. Suter had a has or had a no move clause, mm-hmm. and for a lot of folks, a no move clause means like I get to decide where you trade me. It's a I get to decide where you trade me clause. Yeah. But for Suter and for a couple other players, it really is a no move clause. Yeah. Like it's I'm not being traded. You cannot send me anywhere. This is where I want to be. Right. So I think buying him out especially is pissed because he's like I planned on being here for you know at least the next two or three years, if not right. all my contract. Um, sounds like Suter's going to be in high demand from a lot of different uh, teams. Also sounds like uh, he's not going to go to Canada. There's been lots of talk about from Elliot Friedman about how he's very much a American player. He's Team USA player and really doesn't want to play in Canada. I thought it was funny, too, because uh, Dangle mentioned how if you're an American player and you're playing in an American team and you have a no-move clause, that's essentially a I'm not playing in Canada clause <laughs> because it's, people just don't want to go up there and lose the money. Um, it was just interesting. It was an interesting conversation. That had a, there was a lot more to these buyouts than I thought, like in terms of like the background, how it affected the locker room, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a, I've, I've seen a lot of hay made, and we'll get to it because... It could potentially affect the Blues about how like Ryan Suter is actually still a pretty good player. I mean, mm. relative to his age and what he'll probably make on his next contract, assuming he still wants to play. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people dunking on uh, Edmonton, which I'm sure we'll talk about <laughs> in a moment. But like, these guys never for one second played up to those contracts. And I don't want to. I don't want to impute them, impugn them, and suggest that they like took it easy because they were making big money. I don't want to. I don't know. I don't know anything about them. I haven't watched them closely enough. But they were both superstars. They signed these two matching deals, and that team was mediocre for the rest of mm. time. And a lot of the reason they were mediocre, to be fair, is that they were paying eighteen million dollars to two guys. But part of the reason that they were that was a problem was because the guys weren't playing like they had before they were signed. Um, Did they ever make it out of the first round with that team? Maybe the second. Didn't yeah. they beat the uh, Avalanche that one time in that oh, better f- yeah, series? Yeah, yeah. But not much. I, I mean, was like, yeah, I think okay. that's it. Love but to like, look it up. I think those guys expected to get there, be the stars that they were being paid to be, and it was just going to be easy life because they're I think, I think Parise's from Minnesota for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Suter might be from like Wisconsin or something. But like they were just like, hey, we're local boys. We're getting paid all big, you know, all star money. Um, we're gonna turn this team around, and they just never built around them. Yeah, they just kind of stopped there. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously they drafted and everything, but there just was never, never felt like a push from that team. That was it. Their push was in 2012 when yeah. they signed these guys. Yeah, I mean, for sure. They lost. They reached the second round back-to-back in 13-14 and 14-15, uh, and they only won two games between the two series. Oh, yeah. I'm a fucking idiot. They beat us. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, oh, I hated that season. I hated that postseason so much. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's, nobody's going to remember their time in, in Minnesota fondly. It was a very mediocre team. Um, interesting now, they still... They still strike me as a really mediocre team. It's going to be Joel Erickson Eck is good. I think that contract's a steal, and obviously they have to get Capri's off back. Um, but like you're you're paying Spurgeon and Brodeen forever now, and like mm. 
They're Spurgeon's already 31, and I'm not saying he's not good, but the dude's 7.5 million to be 31 already. All their young guys are, and really... he's got a contract that I can't even see end on oh, cap yeah. friendly. All their young guys too are really kind of just like that's all right. I mean, other than Eric Snack, you have like Greenway. Greenway's all right. You've got um, Nico Sturm. He's all right. You know, mm-hmm. it's just kind of guys where I'm like, I don't. Who's the Who's the guy that had COVID really bad that they drafted? That's like back healthy. <sighs> can't remember his name but like that's their Carson one... Soucy no no but that's um... like their one player of note and I can't even I can't remember his name um but they don't really have anybody that that strikes who me is in. it I can't think of who it is I'm looking at it not the goalie right no no, no. not Greenway you already said Was not Erickson Eck not Erickson Eck not no. Caprizov no. not Sturm no He's not on here then. Uh, what? Ryan Hartman, Bugstad, Benino, Johansson, Fiala. Huh. He doesn't exist. Oh, no. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> we're digging, folks. This is what this podcast is here for. You guys want to hear Start us? Start with like a V? Try and name Victor Rask? Mm. <laughs> no, not that V. You no, he's a prospect. Uh, oh, like he hasn't come up yet? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> You could have told me that. No, I wanted you to run through a whole <laughs> roster first. Matthew Boldy? No. <laughs> I should look it up. I'm Marco Rossi? Know. Yeah, that's the one. That's not me, but that's the one. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. This is, this is the content you come here for. I mean, you figure if they bring in Boldy and Rossi next season, um, and Kakonen's ready to go, I mean, they've got... You know they've got some stuff to be excited about, but they need that big fish, whatever, whatever that he thinks they're going to go out and get. Because if they don't, the th- problem is if they don't go out and get them, then just it doesn't make sense to rush these buyouts. You know that's really more more than just the seventeen, fourteen million dead cap space, fifteen million. It just doesn't make sense to do it now. So yeah. it'll be interesting to watch that team. Uh, among other moves ha- happening before the deadline, Keith Yandel is bought out. That's uh, sad to see, but I hope he gets signed and gets to break the Ironman record. Not by us, though. I know no. some people are talking about that. He needs to be signed by a bad team. We don't need Keith Yandel. Can you imagine we signed or, Keith Yandel and then we also re-signed Mike Hoffman? Oh, my God. Team? We're just the Florida Panthers yeah. now, baby. Uh, or he signs with the Tampa Bay Lightning and coasts his way to a Stanley Cup. Yep. That'd be good for Yans, too. The Keith, Duncan Keith to the Oilers trade. Woof. The Oilers traded Caleb Jones in a conditional 2022 third round pick to the Edmonton Oilers for Duncan Keith and Tim Soderlund. So it was more people than that. Mm. Uh, what was the condition? Do you know? Oh, it was some long ass thing. It uh, was something about if they made like the third round, it became like a second uh, round pick. That's mm. um, not going to happen. Yeah, I was like, don't worry about it. Um, the fact that no salary was retained on this, just remarkable. And you gave them what they wanted, which they wanted Caleb Jones because they want to get Seth Jones. Why do people keep bailing out the black? I don't know. Can I be honest? Like this is this sounds really mean, but like Duncan Keith was like, "Well, I want to see my son more. I haven't seen my son a lot." And part of me thinks that sometimes when we as fans will be like, "Hey, hockey's just a business." I feel like sometimes hockey doesn't operate as a business. Yeah. More than it should. Yeah. And it goes, "Oh, okay, Duncan." Come on to the Oilers, then. We'll help mm-hmm. you out. And it's like, no, you don't have to do that. Also, you don't have to do that at all. 
Also, and I don't, maybe it's like a maybe it's like a split parenting situation. I don't know the rules. They did. The they rules, did talk. Like, he did say he met, missed his son a lot, and it was very specific about his son. And I okay. always meant to Google, not that it matters, uh-huh. but I was like, is he divorced? Yeah. Or like, or just a girlfriend or whatever, because it was like my son, my son, my son, and not like the lady. Yeah. Because <laughs> like I just don't. They I, every time I hear one of those, I'm like, you're rich. They could live where you are you know, <laughs> <I> know <yeah. laughs> like also especially for him like when wayne simmons wanted to be closer to his dog it's like i get why you don't necessarily uproot your whole family if you're signing a one-year contract yeah you know you get to go home on long breaks and stuff and you know it is what it is but like if you're gonna be friggin in chicago for like your entire career you know like that must to me that probably has got to be some sort of situation like that custody um but also if you're the oilers it's not a smart move yeah i mean i i want to say like i actually see why they add him i see why you would add a person yeah like him like a Ryan Suter. No, I mean, God, really, even more... Even, his head against the wall even that more happened? than that, like, I see why you would add a guy who's won cups. Like, I don't think you can make too much of the, like, rings in the room sort of narrative. But it's not nothing either, mm-hmm. you know? And having a Duncan Keith there to mentor guys, and especially your young defensemen, like... Bouchard and Bear and those people like it can't hurt even if he's busted as an actual on ice player a little bit but how you give them everything they want and take the full cap hit I just don't understand that I can't believe they didn't have to retain uh-uh. on anything it's just one year too right two years two years left so. oh my god brutal 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 so all brutal. you have left in Chicago now is just Taves and Kane yeah well I guess you know they can't just rely on analytics to understand that Duncan Keith sucks. And speaking of not relying on analytics, the Ottawa Senators hire Pierre Maguire, freshly fired, freshly unwanted by the NHL broadcasting industry. Pierre Maguire will go to work in the Senators' front office. Was it in, like, an actual player development sort of role? Yeah, something like that. People are like, is he going to be the next GM, then? This feels like player development could move into GM if Pierre Dorian ever got fired. I think Pierre Dorian's done a pretty good job. So that would make sense because no for Melnick, you'd only have to change half of the nameplate. Yeah, so exactly. saves money. Saves money. <laughs> <laughs> you don't got to pay so much money for the nameplate you guy. You don't have to replace the stationery. You just white out. <laughs> <laughs> just white it out. The Dorian part. Oh, my God. So they had, they've had they had a bunch of different clips running around on the internet about like interviews that Pierre's done mm-hmm. with this hiring. And one of them is he has a seven, maybe it's not him, his specifically, but it might be like something he likes to use, a seven player profile. Have you oh, heard yeah. this? Uh, yes, a oh, little bit. Oh my God. I haven't heard the specifics though, oh, so if you know Poison Light. I'm trying, I'm trying to remember. So you have, he says you have to have these seven types of players to win the cup. You need to have two elite centers. So already I'm like, okay, cool. All so right, are you going to make Dreisaitl play as a center yeah. then? or what So you... you've got two elite centers. You have a power the... forward, which okay. doesn't so necessarily exist anymore. So far these are two anymore. things the boys have not had. Yeah. It's, and then you have a forward specialist, a specialist forward. So and he, he said they could either be a specialist at the power play or... Or the penalty kill. So already it's just someone who's good at one of those two things <laughs> specifically. <laughs> then you need an elite puck-moving defenseman. 
but you also need an elite like shutdown defenseman, and you need an elite goaltender. Can they be? Uh, this can the two defensemen be the same person? No, no, oh. no, no, no. These are seven different people. Okay. So he just basically described a great a core. Good hockey team. Yeah, a good <laughs> hockey team. If you have seven great to you know great to elite players, yeah. you could win the cup. Well, and I was know. like, wow, what insight. Not wrong. He's that's deep. That's deep. He said something too where he was like kind of <laughs> filling at least one guy named Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was kind of filling in some of these while he was talking like with Ottawa. He's like, we've got some really elite centers. And uh-huh. We're gonna have some. We've got a defenseman, you know, amazing, you know, in Chabot and everything. And then he, uh, and then he said, we need a, you know, and then we have, you know, elite goaltending is one of these seven things. And then he kind of kept talking, and it was like. Okay, so what a big fucking F you to uh, Matt Murray, Murray yeah. who's not an elite goalie, but I thought it was funny where it was like, and obviously, uh, you know, elite goaltending. Which Moving we, on. We do not have. <laughs> I was like, wow, really, really good stuff, Pierre. Uh, and he had lots of stuff to Many, about. many teams have won the cup without an elite goaltender. Right. Many, 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 many. Us, the <laughs> Penguins, every time. I know, I was like... the. Blackhawks, mm. really every time, but at least the not Crawford. It's like time. especially twenty ten. Um, it's just it's really weird. And then he had a bunch of stuff about, of course, how he was all about you know analytics are not what it's all meant to be. It's all about boots on the ground. You got to have boots on the ground. And I have to admit, there was someone that tweeted out that this was very kind of uh, a little kind of gatekeeping ish, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah. I don't know if I agree with that fully, but I get where you're coming from, where it's like he's really talking about, like, hey, you've got to be essentially a scout to know anything about hockey, because otherwise of course. you you haven't seen it, so you just don't know. Which I agree, I'm not a scout. I don't know jack shit about players compared to these people. But some of these people at The Athletic who have never probably played hockey past, like, Bantam or, you know, anything beyond that, mm-hmm. it's like... I'm sure they put a lot of effort into looking at these players, scouting them, learning about them, and they never played an NHL game. But some of these guys are going to say, well, that means you probably don't know everything about them. And it's like, yeah, but they don't need to know everything. That's that's what I don't get is, like, every scout that you ever see is, like, some guy who played, like, like a seventh-pairing defenseman Mm. in your AHL system. And it's like, I would hire Corey Pronman to head my scouting department before any of those dudes. And I'm not saying Corey Pronman's infallible, because obviously he makes mistakes. He publishes his mistake article every single year, (laughs) but like... That's why I think when it's like you said, like a seventh defenseman, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, I really like this goaltender's... To, to be fair, I said seventh pairing. Oh, yeah, seventh <laughs> pairing. That's, true. You have That's like why that, I added the AHL part. You have a guy that can barely make it in the ECHL, yeah. and they're looking at a goalie, and like, I love his lateral movement. And I'm like, you don't know jack shit about yeah. goaltending. Yeah. You, you just know that's the guy behind you. No goalie ever had to move laterally to sh- save your muffin of a shot, <laughs> David Noel. In oh, a, what a watch. NHL up, scouting expert. For David Noel. Oh, poor David Noel. I hope he's doing real great wherever he's working now. He's like a regional manager at Tim Hortons, baby. Oh, man, we're going to have to do a uh, prospect, prospect pyramid. pyramid. Yeah. yeah. Get get hype, folks. It's going to be drearier than ever. <laughs> um, Who knows? We get some really great prospects in the territory. You know what? Uh, I quit. Becca <laughs> Rene quit, too. He quit the NHL. Um... I'm sad to see Pekka oh, go. Pekka's a guy 
that despite being bitter rivals with the Predators, I've always really liked and admired. Yeah. Obviously, nothing forced this. He's just old and not so good no more, so good for him. Glad he got his Vesna before retiring. Yeah. I hope he... I don't know if he's quite a Hall of Famer, but he might be. Close. Probably is. I don't know what an NHL Hall of Famer is to begin with. If so. you would have got the cup in whatever that was, 2017, oh, yeah. I think sure. it would have been easier. Um, yeah, I'm glad. That, I think his last game he played, his last start was like a shutout too. So it was like, that's cool. Awesome. I've done that. Nice. Um, Dom Ducharme loses the interim tag. No surprise there. Because he was fired. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, he loses it and he loses his job. Dom, this is Luke Richardson. He's your boss now. You can be our assistant coach. Oh, and by the way, all the other vacancies are filled. So what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's a move. It was the move they were going to make. Yeah. It just doesn't seem very inspiring. It's not. He's not great. Um... I mean, you know, I, I we know a thing or two about hiring not great coaches after legendary runs. So here we are, Davis Payne. <laughs> mm, Davis Payne, indeed. Two cup winning, two time cup winner, Davis Payne. Right? I think he was assistant with the Kings both those times. At least one of the times made me very upset deep down inside of my twenty uh, three year old heart. heart. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not great. Um, Brian Graves was traded just yeah. earlier before we recorded. Good deal for the uh, Avs. You know, probably good yeah. for the Devils, Devils to yeah. get a good good defenseman there to slot in that you, I guess, have to protect, but they ain't got nobody to yeah. protect. No. I, was like, I was thinking that if you're a really shitty team, do you have to use all of your protection slots? Can you just be like, we protect three people. You can yeah. have the rest. We I don't really don't care. care. Can, yeah, give us like a thousand dollars per unprotected slot. Yeah, like, please just take whoever you want. Um, and speaking of protecting people, anything else you want to talk about before we dive into this? Because this is gonna be a while. No, this is it. Well, this is the meat. It. This is the meat. Uh, everything else is the potatoes. That's right. Uh, we are going to uh, go through every team, talk about their probable expansion draft. Uh, list their protected list, and uh, you know, pick a pick a team for Seattle. Not, I don't think we're going into the minutia of like this has to make sense as a line, and oh, yeah, you know, yeah. we're not worried about like every team making making a perfect team, but like which player would we pick from that individual team? I made sure that my picks all fell within the structure that's supposed to be allowed by this expansion draft like how many forwards how many defensemen how many goalies you had to be able to pick but other than that i could have picked all left-handed defensemen i have no idea yeah yeah i think um i think this is gonna be fun i did it yesterday on a i got to be a guest host on the 411 hockey 411 podcast um and uh you know it was fun i enjoyed that so um I'm going to enjoy it more here to have completely different takes. Let's start with the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, Yeah, let's real quick, and I'm sure people know this by now, but Kraken are going to select 30 players, one from each NHL team except the Vegas Golden Knights because the rich get richer. Yeah, what a dumb... What a dumb thing. Seattle will be required to sell it because didn't they also get delayed by a year of Seattle? I don't know if they did. Did they not? Well, if they had, that would have made... Even worse for the Knights. Um, actually, the Knights would probably love to make 
Yeah, they probably wish they like, take, take somebody. We need money. Um, who do you want us to expose? Max Pacioretty, um, um, Mark Andre Fleury. Take your pick. Let us teach you a thing or two about expansion drafts. You're gonna really want Max. Yeah. Pacioretty. Oh, baby. Yeah. He's he's the heart and soul of your team. Uh, the Kraken, uh, like I said, select 30 players. Seattle will be required to select a minimum of 14 forwards, nine defensemen, and three goalies. Teams can choose one of two protection list options. One, protect seven forwards, three defensemen, and one goalie. Or two, protect eight skaters and one goalie. Option two allows you to protect more than three defensemen, but at the cost of two protection slots. Players with no movement clauses must be protected unless they choose to waive their NMC before the July 16th deadline. That's tomorrow. First and second year players and all unsigned draft picks cannot be selected by Seattle. Blues example, Clem Costin. Uh, just finished his second year as a pro and cannot be selected by Seattle. They will not need to protect him. So, with that in mind, let's dive in with the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, Ian, who have you protected on the Anaheim Ducks? So I saw a lot of different folks. We left a, I left a lot of these lists uh, from The Athletic because I'm not in tune with the Anaheim Ducks. Mm-hmm. But I saw a lot of folks online saying they were going for the 8-1 strategy. They protected four forwards and four defensemen. So they went with Raquel, Terry, Lundstrom, and Jones. And defense Lindholm, Fowler, Manson, and Fleury. And protected, obviously, Gibson as their goalie. Uh Things of note, I suppose, is you have uh, Getzlav is not on there protected. I believe he's a UFA. He's a UFA. And I don't, I obviously don't think Seattle's going to pick him. There's some weird rule, too, where, like, if they pick a UFA. That's their pick. Or they get to have, like, a, they get to have, like, a 24 hour to 48 hour, something like window to talk to UFAs, people that might be UFAs? I think they do for all UFAs. Okay. I think that might be Is everybody. that what that is? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, not that everybody isn't tampering with everybody anyway, yeah. but like, maybe it is before the expansion I think draft. it's a thing where they basically would be like, hey, are the Blues going to offer you anything? And they're like, I don't think so. And like, we will sign you if you want. And they can actually say, okay, uh-huh. and be signed, and then they get to be picked or whatever. Yeah. Just so that, obviously, so Seattle isn't picked Jaden Schwartz, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he goes, thanks, yeah, and then leaves. I'm going to Calgary. So, I mean, yeah. a big reason why a lot of the times, they're most of the time, they're not going to pick any UFAs. Um, so Seattle's pick that I saw was Alexander uh, Volkov, a right winger uh, from Anaheim. I think this is, he's, a, he's more of a prospect, up-and-coming player. 23. The Seattle Kraken, I believe, are going to they're try... They're not going to take... Blues nemesis Anthony Stolars. No. I think they're going to try and keep the, the money on the low end, the term on the low end as well. So I imagine this team is going to be much like Vegas, where Vegas, uh, if you're anything like me, you think Vegas looks how they did right now, the same way they did on day one. I'm like, they haven't made that many changes. Mm-hmm. And then if you go back and look, so they've many, made so a bazillion changes. changes. Insane, yeah. So uh, Seattle is probably going to look way different in a year or two. So I think mm-hmm. they're going to go with the very flexible routes with a lot of young guys. The Arizona Coyotes are forced to protect. I didn't have any expanded commentary mm. on the Ducks because they suck too much. <laughs> I might take Sam Steele instead yeah. of Volkov, but that dude seems like he's probably a bust, so, you know. Want, want. Um, That's so sad. That is sad. The uh, Arizona Coyotes are forced to protect uh, Phil Kessel and Ek- Oliver ekman Larson, though they sure would love not to. Um... Beyond that, I've, who cares? 
You know, you're probably protecting Keller. Maybe you're not. I don't know. His contract's pretty bad. Nick Schmaltz, Dvorak. Who you got? Who you got on this team? Yeah. Darcy Kemper, I guess you're protecting. That's yeah. a given. Garland. Chikrin and Kraus. Fisher. Labushkin, Labushkin, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I had them picking Aiden Hill as a, their first goalie. Ah. I thought that he was, could be a serviceable backup. Yeah. Uh, third, third string goalie, too. Fills that role. Yeah. Unless the uh, Coyotes trade Kemper before tomorrow, which has been much discussed. Do it. I, there's some teams that I, as I learned going through this yesterday, mm-hmm. and we just talked about it, like, why do you, you couldn't care less who you lose. You can't even <laughs> lose, like, there's no way you can lose anyone that hurts you, you yeah, know? Right. Oh no, don't take uh, Hudson Fashing, please. <laughs> you know? Please do. I don't uh, like yeah. that name. Blake Spears. Um, they got Freddie Gautier on that team. You gotta protect Freddie Gautier, baby. He's the GOAT. He's going back to Europe, 100%. <laughs> if he is even Europe. He's probably French-Canadian. I don't know. I don't know what he is. The Boston Bruins don't know what they are, but they do have to protect a lot of people on no movement clauses. Uh, as you'd expect, their three best players have no movement clauses. Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, and Charlie Coyle. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they wow. have to protect Charlie Coyle's $5.25 million for five more seasons. Holy shit. Uh, David Pasternak does not have to be protected, but certainly will be. Um, then you assume they protect DeBrusque here, or did you go four and four? Because they're going to trade DeBrusque. Everybody knows that. Maybe yeah. to us. But I think they have to protect them so they can use them as trade bait. You yeah. Know? I think they'll protect DeBrusque and Frederick, um, Smith, who I can't remember the first name of, some boring guy. Craig. Oh, Craig. Yep, exactly. Craig! Yeah. Uh, defense, pretty easy. It kind of feels like us. Feels like the Blues. You got McAvoy, Grizzly, and Carlo. Carlo, who they just signed uh, to an extension. Nice extension. Yeah. Um, and goalie, I guess they have is Swayman. Is he not eligible? I don't know. Yeah. Or if they just don't care about Swayman as yeah. much as I thought. And then they're not protecting Rask because he's a UFA. And he's also not going anywhere. So who do you. So goalie is Vladar. Vladar. Oh. Um, and then the, I saw the pick for Boston. A lot of people were saying Jeremy Lazan oh. on D. They have another young defenseman, Clifton. Connor Clifton. Yeah, who they thought might be uh, might be picked as well. No Andre Casa. No, no. I ain't got a Casa. Casa <laughs> caring about him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Buffalo Sabres, not a team. See, there's you... a team that needs to protect two people. Yeah. Oh, boy. And they're both going to be traded. <laughs> Uh, on defense, or on defense, on goal, I guess you protect Dustin Tukarski. So the weird situation I said, there's a weird situation where two of their three goalies are exempt by expansion rules. Oh, yeah? And they must expose at least one goalie, uh, so they can't protect a goalie. At all? Yeah. Huh. That's weird. Um, strange. Uh, I'm thrown (laughs) off by that. They have to protect uh, Ristolainen, I, I guess. They would have had to protect Skinner, but he but waved he his waved no move clause. God, this team sucks so bad. So you protect <laughs> Darlene, Yogi Haru, and I guess Ristolainen. I wrote Darlene twice. <laughs> 
<laughs> I feel like that's right. Dolly yeah, I don't think Dolly. that was even a typo. Um, and then you don't have to protect Skinner, so you're free to you know defend a, a Rasmus Asplund, if you will, or some very valuable bottom six forward. Uh, and then, of course, you've got Eichel, Reinhardt, Middlestadt, Olafson, uh, Tage Thompson... I guess. Wow. Who and would have thought Tage Thompson would be protected? Close personal friend of Jack Eichel, Anders Bjork. And then who did they take? Colin Miller. Oh, boy. A lot of defensemen so far. Man, if you're Colin Miller. Man, this is all defensemen so Oh, that's far. funny. When I counted this up, I have like one. De- I have the exact amount of defensemen because I uh-huh. get them all out of the way to start and then it's nothing before. There we go. Uh, the Calgary Flames, an interesting team because... Uh, rumor is they aren't going to protect Mark Giordano, their captain, who you could certainly trade for value, but they're just not gonna. Uh, <laughs> that team's run well. So, yeah. So, you know, you got to protect Noah Hannafin. You got to protect Christopher Tanev. And I guess you got to protect Rasmus Anderson there. Matthew Kachuk, Johnny Gaudreau, you're going to trade. Sean Monahan, you're going to trade. Um, and you know, you got to protect Jacob Markstrom because of an NMC. Milan Lucic waived his no move clause. So, mm. who are the other forwards you're protecting besides Lindholm, obviously? Uh, Dubay, Mangiapan, the Marzipan, Marzipan yeah. man, Backlund, uh, good friend, Mikhail Backlund, good friend, good friend of, of the uh, show, Berglund. yeah, uh, also good friend, friend of the show, and <laughs> then friend of Patrick. Real Berglund. side note, I gotta tell you, if you're uh, if you're Armstrong right now and you're trying to play hardball with uh, Tarasenko, you got to be like, yo, you know who you also had, you also had no trade clause? Fucking Patrick, your friend Patrick Bergman. And guess where he is? I don't know. He's in prison. You go, I don't fucking know. I Googled his name. I don't know. It doesn't exist. I don't anymore. know, man. Is that where you want to be? The void? Because I can send you there. I, I can... can I'm fucking send you to the shadow realm. I can send your ass back to parts of Siberia. Even you will never have heard of. <laughs> Doug Armstrong's got a Millennium Item or whatever the fuck they call it in Yu-Gi-Oh! And he's going to send you to the shadow realm. If what JR reported, real quick interlude, is true, that trading Tarasenko, done, both players you're going to lose anyway, mm-hmm. and a prospector pick to the Flames gets you... Um, Matthew Kachuk, you have to you you have to figure that out. Bribe Tarasenko. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Make him tell him you'll make him the captain for a day before he gets out of here. I don't do whatever it takes. How many rubles you gotta have yeah. to make this work? Yeah. How many Russian euros. Yeah, exactly. I'll make listen, I'll eat nothing but borscht for an entire year. I don't give a crap. Uh but yeah, so um God, I, I just want it. I want it to be tomorrow so I can know how screwed we. I know. <laughs> not I just want to know where we Saturday, are. Saturday, I guess. Please. Feels like Friday. Uh, who do you think they're taking from this here team? I, I hope they take Giordano. Yeah, I they gotta take him because at least they can flip him. Yeah, if nothing and if, else. And if you keep him, is he the Kraken's first captain? Or do they do the same thing that what's their boys did? And uh... do they? Well, who'd they give it to? Do they give it to England? Did they give? No, they didn't England? give it to anybody for a while. They won't. And then, they won't because it's fucking lame. Yeah. Have the balls to name a captain. Don't be so wishy-washy. Come on. Yeah. If there's people on that team that have led. Make them lead. I really, 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 really want news to break while we're on this podcast. Yeah, it won't. It won't. It won't. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the Vegas Golden Knights' current captain? 
Um, Mark, Mark Stone, Stone yeah. right? Who a, a picture of leadership, by the way. You know, great guy to follow. Just blindsiding people in the middle of the ice. They that he is their inaugural captain. They have not named one until the 2020-21 season. <laughs> Did you know, Ian, that during their 2017-18 inaugural season, I would like I would like you to name. There are six alternate captains what? for that team. I would beg for you to name three of them. I would be shocked. I gotta remember who was on that team at the start. <laughs> Okay, so it was like Marchessault. Oh God, no! no. Uh, yes, he was there, but he wasn't an alternate. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, you're you are screwed. You're some of these people. You're gonna be like, how, how the hell were they on that team? Fuck. Because everyone I think of, they got some other way. Start here. Think local. Think local. Ryan Reeves. <laughs> close. In, close. Think about a player who's currently local. And David Perron. There we go. That's one of six. Man, I forget he was even there. That's one of six. Fuck. Did they give one to Marc-Andre Fleury? Nope. Well. You already named Derek England. I'll give you that. That's sweet. two of six. What about Schmidt? Did they give God, nope. Nope. God, who else was on that team? Did they give one to... Shipachev, who left later. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that'd be awesome. The other four, you want me to tell you? Sure. Riley Smith, who's oh, been forget. one, he's yeah. been one the whole time. Uh, Jason Garrison. Oh, okay. I mean, I forgot he was there, but okay. James Neal. Ah, oh, fuck. He I was, should know if you had asked me, was this man a Vegas Golden Knight, I would have sworn on my own grave that he never was but he was that first year yeah that really hot season and their final Luca Spiza was an alternate captain for the Vegas Golden Knights we didn't hand that team very much Uh, no they were like surprising they were cobbled together they were like surprisingly good and then they became actually good uh huh and people think now that they're actually good that they've always been that way and they have not been yeah that is correct um, the Calgary Flames we talked about. The Carolina Hurricanes. You gotta protect Pesci, 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 <laughs> and Slavin, uh, and I guess Brady Shea. Brady Skija. Brady, the Pokemon character. He would be like a dark fighting Pokemon. Yeah, is that... Yeah, a dark when, rock, maybe. When you look at that name, that's either a Pokemon or that is a piece of Ikea furniture. Yeah, yep. That could be a desk. Oh, crap, Yeah. My bookshelf broke. I went to Ikea and got a shit. <laughs> do you think anyone uses that outside of Sweden? Do you think anyone calls no, them by those not, names? No, of course not, but I hope they do. Oh, I love my tumbling. I got blob. my Fjord. Flurgen, Bergen, Hergis. And Trivets. Uh, they got to protect uh, Ned Elkovich. And That's the name of a, a tennis player. That's right. That that very good one. Novak Nadolkovich. <laughs> uh, and then Sebastian Ajo, Jordan Stahl, you have to protect, and you're going to anyway. Toivo Teravine and Nito Niederreiter, Vincent Troche. And who are your last two? Andrei Svechnikov. I always hate when they don't make a lot of money yet, because then they're buried there at the bottom oh, yeah. of the list. And I'm like, geeky. Geeky over like Fugula and Martin Nuke. Martin Nuke's leaving. Oh, I say fuck Fugula. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, As does Mark everybody. Gone. I'm saying they're picking Jake Bean. 
Oh yeah, that's a good young defenseman you get to build around. You oh, know, yeah. I don't know about Jimmy build. I don't know about build around. Although he's not he's gone. Good. He's he's already gone. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks, their minus one contract they had to protect. Uh, who do you got them protecting? Yeah, without Keith, I think they do Murphy, Sadorov, and Dahan on defense. Their goal- what an awe-inspiring defensive core. Their goal is it seems like they're leaving everyone open. So I saw everyone say they're, they're taking, what is it, Lankinen? Lankinen. Yeah. And then forwards, Taves, Kane, to bring Castro. They're protecting Lankinen? Yeah. Okay, good. Because they don't give a shit about the other two. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, Taves, Kane, to bring Castro, Hagel, Nylander, and Borgstrom. Not David Kopf? Nah. You're sure? 100% right. sure. All right. They're, they're not taking them. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to make the joke. I'm not going to do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not going to ask 2021. Go ahead. Seattle wants to claim mine. <laughs> do it, Seattle. Um, they're going to take either Adam Goddard or Riley Stillman. I'm saying Adam Goddard. Take him and make him pissed at the Canucks. Yeah, Get right. that rivalry jump started. I want it. Colorado Avalanche. McKinnon, Ranton, Atlantis, Cog. Eh, maybe not these days. Who right. knows? Uh, for sure, McCarr, Gerard, Taves, Grubauer is also a UFA, also unsigned. Mm-hmm. Verkowski, Jost, Kadri, Nikchushkin are the four you've listed here. Mm-hmm. Do you unprotect Landis Cog? Who they're not going to take because he's not going to sign there to save a guy like Eunice Donscore? You're just, do you have to pay your honors to your captain? They don't. They're not. They're not doing it right yeah. now with their offers to him. So yeah. Might as well just un, you know leave him unprotected. Yeah. This is kind of a fun podcast format because we can just talk about the different things as we go through yeah. them. But if that Andy Strickland report is true, oh my god. Like, there's lowballing a guy, and then there's just, like, spitting in your captain's face. Or they're giving him eight years for, like, Eight years for, like, five point... That he said slightly above the 5.125 yeah. that uh, R&H got. Oof. Woof. Really? Really? You're going to give that guy Ryan Nugent Hopkins money? Yeah. That is... No. Oh, that is so bad. Look, I understand the reason, because you're like, hey, we'd love to keep you, but we can't give you so much money because we got to hold on to Makar... And McKinnon when they're both up, but like that he's gonna just say great. That sounds good for you, and then walk away like he has. And then I guess they've tried to give him some short-term deals too for obviously more money, and he's been saying no to him. I don't know. Jr. earlier this week made it sound like hey, Landis Cog's probably gonna be available, and the Blues are really interested. And then um, this. And Today then, he just backed yeah, the F off. Both on his soundbite on 101 and on his mailbag was pretty much like, I think the Blues have a lot of interest, but A, so does like every other team, so who knows? And B, he's their captain, so you just can't see them not not signing him. And I was like, well, David Backus we didn't sign. Alex Petrangelo yeah. we didn't sign. Yet that's our team and our GM. But just because someone's a captain also, doesn't mean you have to sign them. This is also a case where they have a very clear captain who just doesn't happen to have the captaincy. Yeah, right. So it's like they could they could put it on McKinnon. They could put it on fucking McCarr if they yeah. wanted to. Like they have options. They could put it on like Jumper Tumper. <laughs> put on Eric Johnson. Yeah, whoever you want. Yeah, who also waived his no move yeah. clause. Very good guy. So. 
I just don't buy it. Even though JR is starting to back off, I think he does this a lot. Unless he knows for sure something's going to happen, which I don't I don't begrudge him for. I think that's how I would do my business, too. Uh-huh. I'd be like, who knows? Until someone's like, it's happening, and then boom, we got the story. But I still think he's going to hit free agency. I mean, all the reports from the, from the Avalanche's athletic reporter, even, um, have been like, they're not close. Mm-hmm. They're not, like, they've stalled out. He's said that he's disappointed in where the contract talks have gone. Like they've got. It's not. You know what it sounds like. It sounds an awful lot like when Alex Petrangelo was negotiating a contract. Yeah, we know how that went. No. So Gabriel Aniscott will be a Vegas Golden Knight. Oh, good. (laughs) If they went out and got him, I'd be like, the thought. Can you imagine they went out and they got a winger? Uh Like that's what we needed. We needed another winger. Another winger. I've been saying it this whole time, Bill Foley. They just fucking rotate and like, <laughs> all these people in and out. I think it's just the wingers. I don't yeah. think it's that our fucking center, our number one center is Chandler Stevenson. <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah. Um, Look, I don't want to Tavares jinx us, but I think us having Landis Gog in two weeks is 50 <laughs> 50. Flip a coin. 50 <laughs> 50. Oh, boy. Uh, what are you, 10%? 15%? Yeah, I'd give us like, I don't like, I'd give us like 15 to 20% chance. The dude knows O'Reilly. Yeah. Um, which I know is what we said with the bars too, but like. <laughs> I was so convinced for some reason. I just don't, I think it's possible. Yeah. Also, if he's going to get screwed over by the Avalanche, wouldn't he probably like to sign for a division rival? Beat up on those guys as often as possible. Would, I'll put. I'll pay to see it. He would fit this team very well. Yeah, yeah. I'd like him. I've said that for a long time. I'm very. I'm very brave in saying that this <laughs> extremely good player is someone I'd like. Thank you. Um, I said Seattle was going to pick Ryan Graves from Colorado, but they can't now. So I don't know. I think uh, there's a lot of good young forwards here. Tyson Jost. John for Tomfer, Eunice Donskoy, um, probably one of those three guys. I think if if uh, I was going to say if Graves is unprotected, but he's gone, so probably one of those three. I'd think. I'm picking Donskoy. Yeah, yeah. Donskoy makes a little bit of money, but he's actually good, and they do have to hit the cap floor. I don't know if you've heard that a thousand times right. in the last two days. This team um, has a cap of twenty-eight million. <laughs> The Columbus Blue Jackets have a cap hit of $28 million, and none of it's good. Uh, you're going to protect Corpusallo there. You're going to protect... Um, I guess they don't have to protect Merzlikens because it's second season. Yeah, correct. Okay. Um, we talked about that story, too, because that's been a day. Um, Seth Jones, Zach Wawrinski, Vladislav Gavrikov. Uh, who are your forwards? Who are you protecting here? Atkinson... Nyquist, whoever was even on that team. Line A, uh, you know, Story, Columbus Dillon Blue Jackets. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, Bjorkstrand, Roslovic, Jenner, Stenland. Uh, Max Domi, because I feel like they just don't care. All I, my only thought with Max Domi is a year without um, Tortorella there. Maybe you see what he can be. That's but... True. If you leave him exposed, do you think Seattle takes him? 
I don't know. What's his contract? One year for five point three million. Really? Uh huh. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah. That's my new pick. <laughs> Correct. Uh, the Dallas Stars. Who are they protecting? Talk, talk, walk me through it. You gotta you gotta protect your big three. Your Sagan, Ben Radulov. Gotta protect uh, underrated man himself, Joe Pavelski. Oh boy, Rupe dude! Hintz. What a phenomenal season that guy had last year, though. Yeah, I know a it's a joke, team. but God Almighty, he's ageless. He's never gonna die. If only the rest of that team was good. Yeah, uh, Radic Faxa, indeed. Gurianov defense is a uh, pretty easy. Heiskanen, Klingberg, Lindell, goalies Bishop because I believe. Uh, what's his face? Qdoba's got a, a no move clause or something like that. Uh-huh. So they've got to protect or wait, or they do have to protect him. Why don't they have to protect Qdoba? Because uh, he's old and injured. Let me look. Let me Maybe. see if let me see if it says here. Uh, Bishop has a no move clause, so they uh, have to protect him. Okay. Unless he weighs it before tomorrow. Oh man, they should take they should take Qdoba then. Um, but they'll be taking Jason Dickinson. Yeah, I don't know where they're going for goalies, exactly. But Ian holds the cards here. The Detroit Red Wings. I think Seattle comes to the podium <laughs> and says pass. That's okay. It's all right. <laughs> and Bill Daly comes up and says, no, the rules specifically state you have to take one for every team. And it's can, like, I, can I just ask for one? Yeah, put, you got a hat. Can I have Larkin? No, okay, then we're good. <laughs> yeah, I think we're passing. <laughs> Robbie Fabry, no, he's protected now. You go, why? But why? <laughs> why? Uh, There's no way they protected Danny DeKaiser, is there? No, actually, uh, they did. Uh, <laughs> you guys, you guys suck. Yeah, they'll protect Bertuzzi, Verana, Larkin, Fabry, Smith, Urn. It's not Ernie. It's not some weird Ernie. It's just Urn. Rasmussen, all forwards on defense, probably Lindstr- Lindstrom, which is weird because they had the Lindstrom. It's just, it's just very odd. Kronik and Chalowski. Goalie will be Grice. So I saw a lot of people actually leaving Stetcher unprotected, uh, who they just signed last year. So if Troy Stetcher's unprotected, then I think that's who Seattle takes. Um, if they do protect Stetcher and expose one of their other defensemen, then I think um, Seattle will take Vladislav Nemesnikov. Yeah. Always on the move, Nemesnikov is. He always is, indeed. They have nobody worth protecting there other than, like, the two people. Yep. Uh, so, you know, who cares? <laughs> Just say, who cares about the Red Wings? They're going to be so good in, like, two years, but at the moment, uh, who good. cares? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, what do you got for the Edmonton Oilers? This pretty. This one's pretty straightforward. This one's easy. You got McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins, Puljul, Yarvi, Yamamoto, and Archibald for forwards on defense. You have Keith now, Nurse, and Bear. Goalie is Smith. I said they're gonna pick Dominic Cahoon at center, but there's some other options there. You've got uh, Babyface himself. Did you protect Jones? Because you got to protect Jones now. Oh, that's no, Jones team. gone. Jones that's gone. a different team. I'm yeah. talking on the on the on the Blackhawks now. You got to protect Jones. Yeah. So we screwed that up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, I'll no, shut up. No, that's a. They're just got. They're gonna take Dominic Cahoon. 
I was ranting and raving on Twitter about Zach Hyman, so I got distracted. You can't trade for you can't you can't give assets to Leafs to have the right to overpay that. Oh team. yeah, don't. I think some of the dumbest shit is when people worse than um, worse than offer sheets because every year someone be like, why don't we just offer sheet Kale McCarr like nine million dollars and force Colorado to blah blah blah. I'm like, because people are vindictive. That's why. Yeah. They will, Sackick will bite us in the ass later. But worse than offer sheets is when people are like, why don't we just trade like a couple different picks to whoever so we get the negotiating rights for the next week and a half? Oh boy, <laughs> fantastic. Well, you know, you understand that tampering happens like nonstop all the time. It's not like trading those two picks and we'll get exclusive rights to Zach Hyman. No one else will be talking to him. I mean, sure, we get the exclusive right to sign him. And sure, we can sign into an eight-year deal now, but it's like it's that's it's stupid. It's real dumb. He's gonna sign with you or he's not, and yeah. it's not gonna be the week and a half you talk to him that you're like, oh, you've convinced him, you've got him now. And on a team-friendly contract as well, it's like no, no, don't give up anything for that. You're gonna be overpaying anyways, and then you're also gonna be giving up assets to overpay, like you said. So like it's it's silly. Do that, I guess, for, like, fucking Nathan McKinnon's up and he's not going back to Colorado? Yeah. Sure, start trading him yeah, picks to talk to him. But it's never that guy. Yeah, it's, it's always... It's like it, Zach Hyman. Yeah, we should have done that with Petrangelo last year, but we never do th- that sort of thing. We're never bold. We're never innovative. We suck. <laughs> um, the, uh... We're really not Chevrolet. Florida Panthers are going to protect Anthony Duquair now that they've got him signed to a new 3x3 contract. Good that's, for both sides. That's why I said they'd pick. Yeah, well, they're now going to pick uh, Noel Achari. <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. Uh, you're going to protect Barkov, Huberdo there for sure. Forward, there's a lot of up for debate, but for Hagee, Bennett seemed pretty likely. Hornquist, I guess you protect him. He Was was he played this year? He was healthy this year. I'm I think so. Right. Um... <laughs> I'm not quite sure what went wrong. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> That's just an apt description of the entire Florida season. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, that's Bill Zito yeah. himself. <laughs> I was eligible to be selected I in that process. Criteria. And I was not. <laughs> um, Ekblad... Forsling and Uyghur. Forsling also got an extension today. Mm-hmm. And Bobrovsky, you have to protect. That's too bad. So, Achari or whoever, go yeah. bye-bye. Nolachari. The uh, Kraken are like, yeah, I know we hired what's-his-name, but could we take uh, Joel Quinville instead? Yeah. And just Pick one off your bench. <sighs> Los Angeles Kings. Talk me through it, Ian. These are lame. Uh, Kopitar... Anthony Siu, Anderson, Grundstrom. I follow Kempe and Moore for forwards. Dowdy, is it Roy? Or is it Yeah, Wah? I think. But who knows? Sean Walker. And Walker. The goalie will be Peterson. They're going to or they're gonna pick. Seattle's going to pick. Kale Clegg on defense. I love that name. I hope he's good. Kale Clegg. I have his uh, rookie card, so he better bring him. Uh, future captain, future all-star for the Seattle Kraken. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Montreal Canadiens. You think... Minnesota Wild. Oh, I'm... 
can't we just skip them? No, this we is already, my big pick. We already had one Minnesota Wild segment. This is my big pick. All right, go for it. Walk me okay, through. So Zuccarello, Fiala, Eriksenek, Felino, Hartman, Greenway, and Sturm. Hartman's now the new person they get to protect now that they've gotten rid of Breeze because oh. they had to have Hartman. Uh-huh. Uh, defense, Spurgeon, Brodeen, Dumba, now that uh, Suter's gone. Capo Kakanen as their goalie because Seattle will be picking Cam Talbot. Ah, there's their goalie. Pretty good. Pretty good season last year. Yeah. Get him away from our division. Right. Good. I know, not that we're not going to be shut down by any other goaltender, <laughs> but at least it won't have the disgrace of Hey, we put up what? What was it this year? Nine goals? Oh, yeah. Against uh, Nine goals. Crapo. <laughs> Crapo. <laughs> uh The Montreal Canadiens. Defending Stanley Cup losers, the Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> oh, by the way, because Montreal lost, we, for the second year in a row, are, are the, the ultimate, ultimate losers. losers. <laughs> yes. You are one ultimate loser. We were beaten by the Avalanche, who were then beaten by... The Golden Knights, mm-hmm. who are then beaten by Montreal, who are then beaten by Tampa Bay. Woof. So we are the ultimate losers. Woof, woof, woof. Two years in a row, baby. Yikes. Uh, Toffoli, Anderson, Gallagher, Kotkin, Yimmy, Lekkonen, Jake Evans. Um, I forgot Suzuki, but he can't be picked. So yeah. They got to protect somebody else, though. That's only six people, Ian. Oh, learn, sure. to, learn to count. Oh, there was one. They will also protect Paul Byron, perhaps? Yeah. Philip Deneau, if he's... Oh, Deneau, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, if they're going to re-sign him. Uh, Shea Weber, they are now not going to protect... They have to, but will he wave because he can't be picked? Oh, no, they don't. He doesn't have a no-movement clause. Wow. So I guess they leave him exposed to protect Sherratt and Edmondson. And... Carry Price they had to protect and obviously would protect anyway. Who do you think they select here? Jonathan Drouin. Oh, okay. So the Tarasenko for Drouin one-for-one swap isn't happening? Sure it is. It's happening with Seattle. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. The Nashville Predators, are they going to go 4 by 4 You bet they are. Because mm-hmm. defense is all the Predators have ever had. Even fact, you have them going 3 by 4 That's how generous they are. Uh, you have them going 3 by 5 actually. <laughs> so why not? Uh, go ahead and walk us through it. Yeah, you, look, their forwards suck dick. So, like, <laughs> they got Forsberg, Kunin, and Sissons. That's right, they're going to leave both uh, Johansson and Duchesne available. Apparently they might actually leave Duchesne available. Yeah. So that's not out of the realm of possibility. They must. How would, why would you protect him? Just He's him ass. Go. He's ass. They're not going to take him. But if they do, they've done you a huge favor. Nashville, Nashville, Nashville. I'm such a country music fan, I just want to sit on my big estate in Nashville and play my guitar. This is how uh, Matt Duchesne sounds. (laughs) This is how Ontario native Matt Duchesne sounds. Uh, Yeah, on defense, they got to protect Yossi, Ekholm, Ellis, Fabro, Carrier. Carrier. Uh huh. They got to protect them all. Goalies, Saros. So they're going to be taking. Seattle will pick. Cal Yarncroke. Yeah. Get him, Callie. Home the Yarncroke. It's so bad. It's like a glottal stop. It's the opposite of uh, ASMR. Uh huh. Exactly. Um, has there ever been. Like, Matt Duchesne doesn't get enough credit, or whatever the opposite is. of credit is. Yeah. 
for being like the Phil Kessel of his time. Like, has there ever been... <laughs> While Phil Kessel's still around. <laughs> yeah, but except here's the thing. Phil Kessel puts in no effort, but is still good. Right. Matt Duchesne puts in no effort, except for the like three times where it might affect his career or contract, yeah. and is just bad, and he just doesn't care. Man, he was so good with the abs. It was like, wow, you guys got a lot of good players, and they had to trade them away, and then they just sucked ass when they Matt left. Duchesne could, like, be a Hall of Famer if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. That pisses me off. I could never be an NHL player if I wanted to. I'm, I know this is kind of an old man yells at cloud take, but screw you, Matt Duchesne. Don't slack. Don't be in the NHL and be a nobody and just make $8 million a season. You gotta be best. Yeah. Be best, Matt Duchesne. Here's another team that does not care who they protect. Um, yeah, don't take uh, Nico Heischer or Mackenzie Blackwood. See ya! Uh, yeah, the who, Devils don't really give a shit. Who you got here? Who are your Heischer, Brock, Kukinen? Miles Wood. Zach, sorry. I don't even know some of these players. Shrarangovich? Shrarangovich had like 15 goals this year. supposed to be like there, right? Uh, Janssen, Wood, Butcher, Severson, Siegenthaler, Blackwood. Sharangovich has those real, uh, uh, Kiwi Bronta vibes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. guy you're never going to hear about. Yo, well. Uh, Seattle's going to pick Nick Merkley. There you go. There you go. And then trade, uh, the Sharks for Ryan Merkley. And you got yourself a family. You got the Merkley squad. <laughs> Oh boy. Marking out with the Merkwees. New York Islanders probably going to protect Matthew Barzell. Probably going to protect Anders Lee as a sign of respect or something. Uh, Brock Nelson, Jordan Everly, JGB, Josh Bailey, and Casey Sezikis, right? I was saying uh, Bolivier. Oh, Bolivier. He's down lower. He's down. Fuck, I fucking hate this interface. Show me the seven they've got to protect, you idiot. (laughs) Uh, And then who do you have on defense? Because I'm going to be done speaking. Pellick, Mayfield, and Pollock. Pellick and Pollock, Pellick and Pollock, Pellick and Pollock. And and Barlow for goalie. So the Seattle will be picking Kiefer Bellows. Not uh, Nick Letty. I think Nick Letty, they might actually end up trading before the trade freeze. Ah, yeah, to us for Vladimir Tarasenko. <laughs> if it comes hell. with like a Noah Dobson or somebody, I'll tolerate it. I don't even think it's bad, but it's just people will be like, "There's our D, there's our defense solution." I'm like, no, oh, yeah. Oh. Okay, here's this team's gonna be so bad. They're not gonna be good. <laughs> the problem with our defense, I thought about this the other day. Ah! <laughs> the problem with our defense is people want to fix it by adding, just adding things. Uh, but the problem is we have to remove so things bad. first. Yeah. They have, we have to get things to go away, and then we have to add. Because like you can't, you can't people, add anything to Cruz, Falk, and Pareko for money, for significant money, and fix that. We are our significant money is in those three. So if you want to add more money, you got to get rid of one of those three. That's just that's just math. People, the quick math. Uh, that's <laughs> people don't also just don't remember that Marcus Scandella exists and is making three point three right. million dollars for three more seasons. Colton per all all these moves you're talking about, they're fine for what they are. Colton Pareko will be 
gone after next season. Mm. If you add a Jamie Alexiak, if you add a whoever, there's just not money, let alone space. What's well, so, so you for also him to have... sign another? And you're gonna sign him to a long year, long freaking like eight year deal mm. when he's already got a bad back. He'll be thirty. He'll be twenty nine when he signs, and friggin' You've already got uh, two other people locked up forever? All right. You can't add somebody this year and then, like you said, hold on to Pareko Pass next year um, without at least moving one of those guys out again. Yeah. And then, like you said, there's no space. Okay, so now you have a third pairing that could be filled up by Bortuzzo and Mikola and uh, Perunovic mm-hmm. and Wallman and Ranky. It's like, okay, now there's like... You have too many people that should be playing some sort of NHL minutes. Right. Push down your line. Our defense is never going to be good until we rebuild. It's gonna. It can be okay, but it's not going to be great. It's almost like and we that's, don't have a number one guy. Yeah, almost like we let one walk. <laughs> catastrophic error. <laughs> Didn't you listen to Pierce seven things you need? We have neither of the defensemen things. God. Oh, no one's listening to Pierre. Nobody. He's the savior. He knows what it's all about. Oh, shit. This team. <laughs> Anytime someone has a quick uh, defensive fix, I just laugh my ass oh off. Oh, my God. Like, what we need is uh, fucking... I mean, even if they're a good defenseman, they'll be like, we need Dougie Hamilton. I'm like, cool. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's... it's a, you know what it is? To use your soup analogy, it's like... The soup just tastes like shit, and now you're just like throwing all the spices in. You're like, this needs more paprika. (laughs) I'd be like, no, the soup's bad. Like, no, 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 it needs more more salt. Just dump all the salt in. No, 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 no. You started with oil, not even not even canola oil, just like (laughs) petroleum. (laughs) No, it needs it needs. I can I can save it with celery salt. No, you can't. You can't because it's oil. It's (laughs) it's not soup. Uh, the, old, the old idiom where you can't mix oil with celery salt. That's why everybody everybody's heard. Everybody knows. Uh, that's why the defense is bad. Not bad. It's just fine. And it's not going to get to good. Mm-hmm. Even if you have one of those guys. Even if you had Dougie Hamilton. It's still a mishmash hodgepodge of a weird-ass yeah, defense. Yeah, just not cohesive um, And then my concern is, like, the forward court... You have to do so much to make it good enough to compensate for the lackluster defense. I just don't see how you make this team a real contender again. But we'll see. Positive vibes. I know, but no, all good. Uh, in the meantime, talk me through the New York Rangers. You got to protect the Ford. You got to protect Breadboy, Panarin, Kreider, Zabinijad, Strom, one of the Stroms, Ryan Strom? Dylan yes. Strom, Ryan Strom. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bushnevich, Shittle, <laughs> and Howden. <laughs> yeah, on defense. Yeah, Truba, Lindgren, and Hayek? Hayek. Mongolia's Georgiev. Seattle picked Brett Howden, center Brett Howden. Wait, but I put Howden as a protected. I knew that shit would happen. You idiot. I knew it. They're still going to pick him. What about Julian Gauthier? How many Gautiers yeah, are there in this league? Like Smith up yeah, in Montreal, up in or are they going to select Anthony D'Angelo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish. Oh my God, Jack Johnson's on that team. How does he keep getting contracts? 
he has made up whatever money his parents cost him in sympathy pity money from this I'm league. Like, Sorry, man. I know oh, your parents oh, so Yeah, we can find up 1.5 million for you, never. <laughs> That's a, it's a huge scam. His parents kept all the money and it's safe. And yeah, it's it's just like, this is how I'm it's staying employed, money. baby. This and the Shattuck St. Mary days when I charged the mound. Have you heard that story? I said, tell him the story again. Remember when I charged the mound? <laughs> like a string one of those puppets where you pull the string uh the ottawa senators starting to become interesting oh, a little yeah. bit. talk us through it only with the hiring of pierre mcguire they know that's right which of their 7.7 people of the seven days are they gonna protect yeah, there's the seven key forwards that protect uh kachuk connor brown logan brown Batherson, Paul, White, and Watson. There's some boring names. You gotta have two. This is the this is the critical seven forwards. You gotta have a young superstar. You gotta have two guys named Brown. <laughs> you gotta have two W names. You gotta have really quicky McQuickerson guy. That's your Drake Batherson. And then you gotta have somebody whose last name is a first name. And that's the essential seven right there. These names are like uh, 2012. Uh, L.A. King's name. Yeah. Brown, exactly. Lewis. Paul. Yeah, just like, okay, White, cool. Watson. Uh, they'll protect on defense Zaitsev, Shabbat, and Mete. Victor. Mete. Goalie Gustafsson, because... They're not going to protect Matt Murray? No, I, they'll probably just take Matt Murray. They'll say take him, and then they won't take him. <laughs> uh, they paid us to take it. I think see, I was going to pick Evgeny Dadnov. Because I forgot he was even there, and I was like, what a good pick. I don't even know if he had a good season this year, but Ottawa was all and right. much like Vadim Shipyachov, he'll also ship his uh, ass right back to Pick Russia. a bunch of Russians that are like, fuck <laughs> just this, all just leave. <laughs> <laughs> the Philadelphia Flyers have a bunch of awful deals they'd like to get rid of. Talk us through which one they will succeed in getting rid of. <laughs> oh, I was going to say none of them. Actually, they will. They will. Uh, forwards are Giroux, Cotier, Couturier, Jesus. Hayes, uh, connect me. I have a little C. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's, this, it's this yingling. Uh, Lindblom, Lawton, and Patrick. Defense will be Provorov, Sandheim, and Myers. Goalie will be Hart. So Philadelphia is going to have Philadelphia's going to have Seattle pick. Seattle will choose to pick James Van Riemsdyk. JVR, baby. Uh-huh. Over Jacob Vorchek, huh? Oh, they're not picking Jacob Voracek because the Blues are going to trade Tarasenko <laughs> to the Flyers for Jacob Voracek. Man, we're getting a pretty good tra- team with all these Tarasenko know, right? trades. We trade I can't believe get them back. I can't believe we're getting Jacob Voracek, Nick Letty, and Jonathan Drouin <laughs> for the uh, for Vladimir Tarasenko. Uh, it's a three for one. You know, if they gave us like. A pick or a prospect, I'd do Voracek for Tarasenko. Sure, 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 sure. Why not? We each we each keep the same amount of salary just to say we're sorry <laughs> to the other two. Sorry, we know. Oh not yeah, like this God. Guy oh, woof. Uh, I want, I want, ours is a ginger, so we got to pay you the tax, I guess. <laughs> I want Voracek here just for his, uh, you know, ornery. Uh, personality yeah. so if milk toast jr asked him a question like jr i know you're full of shit <laughs> i don't gotta answer your stupid fucking question jr oh god that'd be awesome if <laughs> he feud him with like jim thomas, <laughs> the nicest man on earth jim thomas you can go, go straight to hell jim thomas go f yourself i'm jacob borchek 
have 41 points. Yeah, that's in your last six seasons, Jacob. Oh, you're good at math. Uh, Oh, count big big numbers. Uh, I think the biggest question for the Pittsburgh Penguins is which of Tristan Jari or Casey DeSmith are you protecting? Casey DeSmith. Oh. Unless they let them pick Tristan Jari. The older guy, eh? They won't pick Tristan Jari, though. Who else you got on this list? Crosby, Malkin, Carter, Gunsel, Kapanen, McCann, Rust, Latang, Dumoulin, Friedman? A different Friedman. Mm. Uh, DeSmith. So Seattle's going to pick Jason Zucker, former Minnesota Wild mm. Jason Zucker. Okay, all right. He's fast, you know that? He's pretty he's fast. fast. Yeah. He might not be anymore. He's kind of old, but... He's, yeah, he's 29. He's basically... Oh, really? Oh, shit. <laughs> I thought he was old. No. No, he's uh he's a young old. Why don't we get the guy like that? Uh, we're gonna Gabriel Landeskog. We're gonna trade fucking uh, Vladimir Tarasenko for Jason Zucker. The Sharks would be thrilled to leave their entire roster unprotected and just take your pick. I saw one where someone unpro- or left Burns unprotected, and they also said Seattle would pick him, and I was like, well, why? Yeah, I don't no, think so. I don't, I don't believe uh, they'll be protecting. Couture, Hurdle, Kane, Meyer, LeBanc, Balsers, and Dahlem. <laughs> On defense will be Carlson, Vlasic, <laughs> and Burns. Goalie, uh, they're going to protect like their third string goalie. Just they're, they're like, Coronar. They're like, please take Dubnik. Or no, Dubnik's gone Martin now. Jones. Please take Martin Jones. And Seattle won't. No, they'll be taking Ryan Donato. Mm. Another young guy on the outs. Maybe maybe he's good. Maybe he's good in Seattle. He yeah. won't be. But maybe. Ian, it's time. There's really only one question on the players. Mm. Do you protect Vladimir Tarasenko or don't you? You don't. You're protecting Jordan Bennington. You're protecting Falk Krug Pareko. I know people want to argue with that. People want to think a lot of things. It's yeah. not an option. We've, we've torn this to shreds before. We don't need to go back down that road. Yeah. O'Reilly, Shin, Bo, or not Bozak. O'Reilly, Shin, Perron, Sunquist, uh, Thomas, and Kairou are obvious. Mm-hmm. And then it's just Barbashev or Tarasenko. You go Barbashev. You go the young rush. Are they going to pull off a trade before this, or are we going to lose Dunn no. for free? We're going to lose Dunn for free. Ah, kick me in the balls. <laughs> That's the thing, too. Is you like, can't get anybody yeah. to give you, like, not even Ryan Graves money. Just anything. Right. It's like, I don't I want mind. anything. I don't mind that. Vince Dunn won't be on this team. It's just, yeah, don't lose him for free. Maybe. Maybe. You found our outro. What? <laughs> <laughs> do, we say, do we say that for after you? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's, we've re signed Jane Schwartz that's, and Tyler Bozak. That's our art, outro. What's uh, the. What's the word for like a really old professor? That's our outro emeritus. We just use it for the rest of time. God, you know, I would really. Um, I've it's been a roller coaster this week in terms of how I thought the Blues. I was like, man, the Blues are in on Landis God. There, there's Kachuk rumors. Oh shit, all this stuff feels so real, and now everything's like, oh, let's, I don't know. Let's finish up these last yeah. four teams, five teams, and we can it. have a quick Blues chat. Too. Right. I'm not trying to postpone you, but just for the sake of you know, uh, the Lightning get to decide which of their bad contracts they want the 
If I'm the if I'm the Lightning, you're paying him to take Tyler Johnson, right? You got to find a way. I was like, I still on that team. I like I know. was always the guy that was going to be shipped off. Yeah. Uh, they're going to go eight and one, so four and four. Uh, Kucherov, Stamkos, Point, and Sorelli, and then on defense, Hedman, Sergachev, McDonough, and Cernak. Well, it'll be Vasilevsky. I've seen a lot of people say they're going to pick Yanni Gord. I think that is still a pretty good pick. Uh, I mean, the dude is on a really good stack team. But I think he's like a forty-point guy. So mm-hmm. like, sure, why not? Yeah. Yeah, and it gives them a big bunch of yeah. relief too. So, if you're like, you can't even be mad. It's like a new adventure in a cool town. You won two cups. Like, All how right. are you gonna be pissed? How are you gonna be angry? <laughs> you like, honey? Yeah, I'm a cracking baby. Let's get cracking. I'm a cracking. I wonder who makes the first. Which player makes the first "Let's get cracking" joke? You think it's uh, you think it's Matthias Ekholm? I think he does it in bad taste and says that he's happy to be a crackhead. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, Matthias, oh no, oh, no. oh we have to trade you immediately." That is not part. Welcome of, to the crack house. That is not the uh, kind of. Um, is not something we at the Seattle Kraken support. <laughs> right, that is not the kind of behavior we stand for here at Climate Pledge Arena. The Toronto Maple Leafs, I guess, are going to go four by four. That's got to protect the big. That's four. what Steve Dangle says, but there's no defenseman. I don't know why you would care to protect either Dermot or Justin Hall. You're They're protecting so Campbell. You're protecting Muslim Riley Brody. You're protecting Matthews, Tavares, Marner, and Nylander. I would still. I'd rather protect Kerfoot over either of those two defensemen. But Steve Dangle says it's going to be four by four, so I believe him. Well, if that's the case, then they're going to take Kerfoot. Yeah, for sure. Kerfoot. It's really just an. Do you want him to take Kerfoot or do you want him to take one of those two demon? Demon. Yeah. You've been infected. Talk about the Vancouver Canucks. Also, interlude. How does Jim Benning still have a job? Please, anyone tell me. Yeah, I know, right? Like, He's got pictures of the guy that owns that team, right? Got to. You got to clean house. Yeah. And it starts at the top. Come on, uh, Aquilini. <laughs> do your. Do your is that the owner? Yeah. Ah. I love that name. The guy, who, the guy who like posts on Twitch streams and stuff. Yeah, it's like, fuck you, Vancouver <laughs> rules, or whatever. Um, they'll go 731. They'll protect Pedersen, Besser, who apparently is like available. Uh-huh. He's always available. Uh, Horvat, Miller, Pearson, Mott, and Highmore. Defense would be Myers, Schmidt, and Ulevi. Goalies, Demko. So I saw a lot of picks for some random ass dude. I don't know, some like random uh, prospect. Mm-hmm. I think they're taking Jake Vertanen, baby. Yeah, if he's unprotected, you got it. Jake the Snake. Jake, shotgun Jake Vertanen, for sure. And finally, before the second final team, the Washington Capitals, the final team from the Eastern Conference, sure. From America. America's capital. Uh-huh. Uh, Ovechkin, Backstrom, Oshie, Wilson, Eller, Kuznetsov, uh, speaking of crack. Uh, the cocaine, he's yeah, a little bit he classier than that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Mantha, Carlson, Orlov, and Schultz on defense, Samsonov in goal. So they'll be taking Vitek, Vanek, Vanek, They're going to have pretty good goalies here. Yeah. Uh, you have, you're not giving any credence to the expose Oshi discussion? That'd be cool. I'm down for that. Oh, yeah. That's your captain, baby. Exposhi? Exposhi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Expose uh, your and do you think they're going to protect Ovechkin just out of respect, even though he's obviously not signing in soon? Yeah, I feel Fair like enough. maybe we got you back. Hit me with your Winnipeg Jets. Morrissey's getting protected, I assume. Mm-hmm. That's all I care about on this team. Folks, now, 
Folks know. The the real ones are aware. If you know, you know. But I'm not playing a Morrissey song right now because we don't stick to our gimmicks. Or am I? Who knows? I don't know. That's the one thing that's certain. You know better than I do because I have no idea. You're like a future person. That's right. <laughs> I got nothing deeper uh, than that. Yeah, please tell uh, me this protected list. Winnipeg, you got Shifley, Shif- Connor, Cop, Lowry, Wheeler, Ehlers, and Dubois. Wheeler, Ehler. Wheeler, Ehler. Uh, I think they said, like, Cop is still do a deal, but, like, they might not. Yeah. Him. I don't know. That seems like a blues move. We got a third liner for you, everybody. Um, defense, Morrissey, Pionk, and DeMello. Pionk. Dylan DeMello, who I always think is Ryan Donato. And uh-huh. now I finally got it because I read both their names very close together. I was like, oh, that's why different you're people. always traded because yeah. you're two different people. <laughs> um, goalie Hellebuck. So Seattle will pick Mason Appleton. Mason Appleton. And isn't Washington known Not for its apples? Adam Lowry? Oh. And he's going to get a lot of assists. And it's just going to keep uh, yeah. layering and layering and layering. They talk about how in different cities outside of Canada you can't get endorsement deals. But I think he's going to have... He's going to have you know, rainier apples all over yeah. his butt right away. What's uh, What was that? you seen the Rick and Morty where uh, they're in like a simulation and the dad comes up with uh, got apples, like got milk. Uh-huh. He thinks it's really smart. <laughs> and he thinks everybody likes it. And he gets out of the simulation, he pitches it, and they're like, what a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's what Mason Appleton's going to do. Got apples. You get it. That's a deep cut. You get it. You get it. All right, folks. That's your 2021-2022 Seattle crack. And if they pick anyone else but the people we said, they're wrong. Yeah, we were right. Uh, let's talk. Let's go into sad. <laughs> talk about the Blues. Now entering sad. Uh, we don't have to talk long. It's been a long episode already. But what? I just where, where's your temperature? Tell me where your temperature's at. I need to like get out of my current mindset. I need to become a little more rational. I gotta. Think the yingling out of my brain. I'm, I I'm still in the middle. I'm just, sad. I'm <laughs> sad now. I I don't know. It's I want to feel hopeful because if I had a you know what what is we love you, Jeremy Rutherford, but I also hate you because you'll come out and you'll say stuff and then you'll like throw water all over it because I know you just wanna you wanna make sure everyone's not overreacting, but like. I'm. I was interested when it was like, well, shit, Gabriel Landeskog is not doing going well with the Avalanche, and oh, and the Blues are pretty darn interested. And I think it was Strickland. No, not even Strickland. Who's our other ho hum reporter? Timmerman. Yeah. No, 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 not Timmerman. Thomas. No, not Thomas either. What am I thinking? Fredrickson. No. Lou Korak? Yeah, Korak. Thank you, thank you. Oh, Korak, you got you're on like the fifth stringer. Oh, I think buddy. of you as second string, but Steven thinks of you yep. as fifth string. Yep. Uh, he was saying that he thought the Blues were gonna go after um Landeskog really hard if he makes ah. it. And if that's the case, I really hope we do. Another Landis Cog in the machine, you might say. I yeah, would say. I would say. Yeah. You just I can't fathom how you both have a player on your team in Tarasenko that wants out. You have Schwartz's UFA, Bose's UFA. I really, I think Hoffman's as good as gone. Um, and you have all these other actually fairly decent UFAs out there that you could sign. You'll have 17 million. Just turn sh- over. Gotta, I know what I mean. Is like, you can't tell me we have two more years left on the cup window. And then you go, we signed Jane Schwartz. We signed it's... Tyler Bozak. And then we also went out and we got 
um, a third line guy for you. Are you guys happy? And it's like, no, man, that's not a cup window. That's you holding on to like shoving your fingers underneath the closing window. Like, no, 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 still open. <laughs> no, dude, the window's closed. Yeah. We're in pain. Yeah. Like, it's just... It's like commit- putting, It's like sticking your finger in the dam and saying, as long as I don't walk away from this spot. Yeah. Well, it's. I think we're very much in the same situation as the as the Minnesota Wild, except for their issue is in two years they're going to run into cap trouble, and our issue is in two years uh, we're going to run into old. Trouble. Yeah, well, you're going to have O'Reilly's going to be up. I mean, Prawn's up after this year. Like you just have people that. Oh, we're getting that bronze. Bronze probably going to stay here this summer. It's coming. That's that's going to be one of the moves that mm. we're supposed to be excited about. But don't. Sit here and tell me that you have a core in place that works and you're excited about, but then say in two years when O'Reilly's gone and be like, guys, it's the same team. It just fucking isn't. So the- it's not now. It's the. I believe they have a window that can be they open don't... if they make the right moves. What frustrates me is the cup window isn't currently open. It's not. No, yeah, I agree. With because, the way the team looks now. The way not. Snowman talks about it, the way even JR talks about it. Is they, this is my water. Yeah. I have this one. I think so, yeah. Hope There's one know. somewhere for you. Oh, yeah, it's right. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> I can't drive home. This is a problem. Oh, boy. Um, there's a... They talk about the cup window like it's contiguous. Mm. Like it hasn't changed since we won the cup. Except we've been real shitty since we won the cup. But you can't count these years, Steve. Fine, but you can count losing Alex Petrangelo, Jay Bomeister, Alex Steen, Patrick Maroon, Mm. Joel Edmondson, Jake Allen. Like, who else? Like, we're so much worse. We're demonstrably, considerably worse. Now we're going to lose Vladimir Tarasenko. Who, who people forget was a major contributor than the cup season. Mm. That was his last good season. And Jaden Schwartz were like, well, if we re-sign him, he's a third-liner, then you don't have a team. Mm-hmm. If you look at the cup team and you look at who mattered, D- Ryan O'Reilly was number one. Alex Petrangelo was number 1A. Mm. One of them's gone. Now you look at your second-level your second level contributors. Vladimir Tarasenko, Jaden Schwartz, Braden Shen. That's probably the three, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of them, definitely gone. One of them could be gone, and if he's not, he's getting signed like a third winger because that's how bad he third liner because that's how bad he's been. And the other one had a real bad season last year. Now, actually, I'm the least worried about Shen. I think he'll probably be fine. Yeah, but yeah. he wasn't good last year, so you can't be like, well, that's 2018 Braden Shen that we've got on our on our second line now. Yeah. You know, and then you look even deeper and. All of the people that were important, a lot of the people, Edmondson's played a role. Pareko hasn't been the same. Bo Meester's gone. Steen is gone. That fourth line is demolished. All of that stuff, you know, Thomas hasn't matured as well as he'd hoped to. And I'm not panicking about him yet, but like, I just don't, it honestly seems like denial to me to be like, this team's still pretty good. It was mostly injuries this year. That made them bad, and the cut, and you can't judge from COVID, and you just can't. Who can know? Well, then, like, why are all the other good teams just good? Well, then, like, why? Tell, tell me why the Avalanche, who were good, just stayed good, and the Lightning, who were good, just stayed good, and the Maple Leafs, who were good, just stayed good, and the Bruins, who were good, just stayed good. Like, 
This didn't happen to other good teams during the pandemic. I just hate that. Yeah, anything where it talks about anyone that talks about like not being able to to, to take these last couple of seasons into account because like time has moved on, contracts yeah. have gotten older, people have scored or not scored. GMs have to make decisions. You can't. There's no pause button. It's not like all of a sudden two years passed. And you got unsnapped from fucking Thanos and you're the same age and all the contracts are the yeah. same. And it was just a pause. Things have moved. They have to make decisions. You can't say no hasty decisions, guys. There has to be decisions that are made. Like you can't just sit with the same team, especially because you don't have the same team. If, the, if you were ever going to make an argument for no hasty decisions, it was last summer. And you keep Petrangelo and you say, hey, yeah, the bubble was awful, but who knows? It was yeah. so weird. We got covid whatever now you can't do that anymore and people talk about like whenever you say Fetrangelo was like a catastrophic loss people will be like he was a good player but he's still just one player and it's like yeah you know who you'd never say that about Sidney Crosby Nathan McKinnon mm-hmm. Connor McDavid and I'm not saying oh. he is any of those players but he was our version of that player to be fair I think they're I mean not that they're right but I think there'd be some well the, sure sure sure, 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 sure sure that would sure, be sure. like Oh no, that's still one guy, and we can make up the difference that we're losing in Sidney Crosby. Yeah, and it's like no. Yeah, for sure, there are some people, probably in any hockey fan base, but like the way people talk about him, like he wasn't the cornerstone of the entire Mm. franchise, which he was. And by the way, Ryan O'Reilly hasn't been as good in either of the last two years as he was his first year here, Mm. which could partially be because he has to pick up more defensive slack now because there's no Alex Petrangelo behind him. And I don't, I think the team can be good again without being really bad. I don't know if they can be a cup contender again. I just really don't know if they can get there, but I think they can be pretty good this year. A lot of fun to watch, but you have to make sweeping changes. And this is the one off season where you might have the chance to. And if you sit here and you talk about, well, they're going to, you know, Schwartz is 50-50, maybe 60-40, he comes back. Bozak's 70-30. Um, yeah, according and, to JR. Uh, you know, Hoffman's 40-60. It's like, no, dude. I, I know I have nothing against Tyler Bozak, but bring me anyone else. I know the old adage is the devil you have, you know, or the devil you know better than the devil you don't. We know Tyler Bozak, he's not that good. He's fine. He's totally fine. But, like, you just have to change stuff because we aren't good enough. And if you're pretending, like you said, if you're pretending that the cup window is open because you bring back those three guys and add, let's say, Zach Hyman, let's say even one of the bigger free agents or whatever, or even you trade for, like, Nick Letty and, I don't know, a guy, you know, mm. like even even if you trade for Matthew Kachuk and just and the rest of it is just bringing back guys, I'm not gonna think you're a contender. You're gonna be. I'm gonna be more excited because I want to see what Matthew Kachuk does on this team. But you're not a contender. Like it's just, I can't believe people watched. I'm sorry. I, I will shut up and like. No, no, you're fine. I can't believe people watched the Lightning be as dominant as they are and think that we're a cup contender Mm -hmm. (laughs) think about how hard the canadians fought to get through the entire playoffs 
with a guy, one of the hottest goalies in the world, a red-hot young scorer, just an overall phenomenal, determined team, and they just got obliterated by the Lightning. They didn't stand a chance. I genuinely believe the Lightning probably did kind of intentionally lose game four. That's how much better the Lightning were. Right. You know? And to think that, you know, and yes, the Lightning will get probably worse going forward, but there's also the Avalanche and the Golden Knights and whoever the hell else. I just don't get... I don't get. (laughs) So, I don't know. I mean, I agree. I just think it's... It's doom and gloom, but I don't want it to be that way. I want there to be movement. I want there to be some churn on this team. And it, it's my it's it's my constant rant with the I, I shut up for like five seconds, but like my constant rant about like pick a direction, you know? Because mm-hmm. if you just bring back guys, you're, the direction you're picking is mediocrity and eventual rebuild. You can accelerate the rebuild and try to get younger and exciting now, mm-hmm. or you can really lock down and go make some splashes and try to win in the next three years. But you can't do neither and expect to be better. That's yeah. impossible. You can't. You can't say the same. You can't say the way this team is now because it just it ain't working. I don't know how you can look at the results of these last two seasons, even with the bubble and stuff, and be like. Well, these were fine. This was great, or you know, or we can't take this into account. It's like they played bad, and that's all you can go off of. You can't just turn a blind eye to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I know free agency isn't won't have happened by the time we next record. We're probably going to record next Friday night after the draft, but I think we'll know by then what the team is going to be. I was going to say, will we have our uh, will we have our first round pick? Or will we have traded it away? That's kind of my big question. Is like I think that's going to show you what you do with that pick is going to show you a lot. Even if you even if you think you're still out there for Landis Cog, and I don't think you necessarily have to pick it. But if you're going to trade it, it better be to make your team much better and not just like let's do this to get Tarasenko off the books. Oh, you know? Yeah. Please no. Um. So I think we'll know a lot by the time we uh, next record. No news has dropped that I could read, um, which is, you know, disappointing. Uh, but, um, yeah, man, I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's going to be an interesting offseason uh, for sure. What, any final thoughts? Uh, give me something interesting, Doug, please. I hope I hope a move happens before Saturday's deadline. There's a freeze on Saturday before the protected list comes out. Um, I really hope that happens because I don't want them to lose done for free. I just want to get the Tarasenko saga over with, all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I hope we uh, I hope we see some good news soon, and. You know, think positive. It'll be good. It'll be good. I believe. I, I feel, believe in us. I feel like we've been a little depressing lately, and I don't want to be. But I just, I don't. I also don't want to be one of these podcasters. Not, I'm not calling anybody out, but like anybody who's Do it. just like, well, let's see how it goes. They're pretty. They're all right. Couple good moves, and they could be much better. It's like, yeah, but then they got to make those moves, 
and there are going to be 15 other teams that really want Gabriel Landeskog, and there's going to be 30 other teams that really want Matthew Kachuk, you know? So, like, you got to figure it out, Dougie. Come on, Dougie. You can do it. We're thinking positive, <laughs> folks. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll see you at the expansion draft. We'll be tweeting like crazy next week. I'll be in Jacksonville, but you won't know that. It'll be the same on Twitter, except my Florida, my tweets will all start with Florida man. But other than that, <laughs> uh, you know, we'll talk real soon. You, Florida man would be a great band name. You know, just that's the whole name of the band. Oh, I'm sure it is. It probably already I'm is. Sure it's one of those bands that played outside of all of that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, folks. Thank you all. Have a great night. We'll talk soon. Shine on. Sound, cascading words that drown